Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you, and I encourage you to join me on Thursdays where I definitely try to be consistent in giving you more to think about, more to consider, more to inspire you, to uplift you to be in a place where you really care to be all that you are. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned Thursday nights, I am so appreciative of your desire to hear and to feel my heart speak. And I'm so grateful to WRFG for allowing me. And for those of you who are my inner circle, the ones who make sure that I have what I need. I am so grateful and so blessed to have your love and your support. The meeting of the inner circle, and anytime I come to the airwaves, is always intended to speak to the issues of our liberation, our resurrection, the prerequisites for our being qualified for continuance in existence. It is my passion to come to that place and space where I have the opportunity to speak to other ones and to encourage you to support you in realizing that there is one real eye, one absolute eye that sees through every eye. To come to that point and place where we individually, wherever we are, can be consciously attuned to the absolute reality that we are each held by an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless and endless. It is infinite and eternal. There is nowhere where it is not. It fills all spaces. It is all pervasive. And it is that which we should be in a full alignment with for this is the only way that we can truly come together people say oh we need to come together if we could just come together we will never come together we just have to be in a place where we are properly oriented in the absolute reality of dwelling in the presence of the absolute being conscious of being these points of presence of the absolute and being immersed in the reality that we dwell in the infinity of possibilities and that we are creating shifts all the time in realigning ourselves with destiny or creating a tragic date with fate. We're in a now moment of eternity. It requires us to have an understanding and an understanding that duty, obligation, and responsibility in this life is to be resolutely standing with that which allows us to stand absolutely for. This is the way that we have leveraged. This is the way that we come to salvation and deliverance and liberation and prosperity and joy and delight and health and wealth and talent and prosperity and all of that that ensures that when it come time to leave we have not had a tragic date with fate but we merged with destiny and being birthed into the spirit worlds as embryonic gods and goddesses because we took our lives seriously upon the planet to develop ourselves, to master ourselves, to have an understanding that we are here for the express purpose of being vehicles and vessels of the Creator's love, its light, its wisdom, its truth, its peace, its poise, its power, its creativity, its majesty, to realize that there is nothing that we will ever have that is greater than who and what we already are but naked, and to be in a place and space where it 
it matters to us to be all that we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself, which takes us beyond all of the artificial parameters of separation and the lines of artificial demarcation and whatnot, that there is truly only one self. And we each have been given so much of that self. We each are so blessed to be these points of that absolute and supreme presence. And as we are living our lives, exalting a full life's urge, doing nothing to undermine ourselves, coming to that point and place where it matters to us to be consciously loving, living having an understanding that the way that we live and how we be is the evidence of how we worship that life is worship. And it is the mindfulness, the carefulness, the kindness, the forgiveness, the compassion, the empathy, the sympathy, the service that allows us to be truly victorious and triumphant in being realigned and harmonized in the truth of who and what we are as these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is God. The issues before us require us to have uh, absolute intention in clearing ourselves, forgiving ourselves so that we may be healed, so that we come into wholeness under a system, a world system of divisiveness, divide and conquer. Our duty, obligation, and responsibility is to develop the strength and the determination, the consistency, the persistency, and the success in doing nothing to undermine ourselves or ourselves. To be in a place where we are exalting that full life's urge. We are self-unfolding, self-realizing, self-actualizing and harmonizing with that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is everywhere that it is and there is nowhere where it is not and no matter what we've done and who we did it with and how long we were there we were always in the presence of the absolute we were always animated by that presence that intelligence and it forgives us, but we must forgive ourselves because every fiber of our being is animated by this absolute and supreme presence. And every fiber of our being is always responsive to more love and more light and more water and more oxygen, more air, more prana, more chi, more life force, more nourishment. More devotion, more peace, more silence, more laughter, more love. Every atom and every cell of our being, no matter what degree of dis-ease and balance we may be in, every atom and every cell of our being is ready to accept the cleansing and the purification that will allow them to regenerate themselves. And it's important for us to understand that our cells are hungry and thirsty for life. 
for the frequency, energy, and vibration that is harmonious with life and not death. Every atom and every cell of our being is completely permeated, penetrated, animated, enlivened by the intelligence of existence itself, which is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And when we, as these points of its own very presence, are with each and every breath and every beat of our heart and every step that we make, completely aware and mindful of the blessedness of our being and our hearts, our filled with an absolute appreciation and gratitude for the gift of life itself. Every fiber of our being feels and experiences that and it grows us. It helps us to to really be the ones that we are. We have to really come to that place and space where we understand that the methodology of oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning so that liberation has to take place at the cellular level. And what we see in so many ones being discontent and dissatisfied dissatisfied and disfranchise and all of that disenergy is the reality that the cells of their beings are overloaded with acidity and toxins and mucus and organisms and whatnot because of the way that we have been socialized to feed. Every intelligence of, of existence knows its food. It excretes its waste. It knows its kind. It perpetuates itself. It does nothing to undermine itself. And it has sense enough to respond correctly and directly when it senses that its life is being threatened. And we, as these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence, sharing the intelligence of existence with all other beings, should at least be able to do what they do in exalting a full life's urge entrusting the intelligence of their beings. You don't see the squirrels hesitant and asking for somebody to come and get them. They jump and they run wires and they jump from branch to branch. The intelligence of their being is guiding them. They trust it. They move with it. The birds are flapping and flying. Everything in existence is an intelligence of existence, and it is being the intelligence that it is. And every intelligence, every form of being has purpose in being, and all of our purposes is to create a more dynamic life, to bring our own gifts and our own capacity, our own talents, our own skills, our own blessedness. To life. As we go through the process of remembering those who have come before us in terms of the ones that the society has acknowledged as great ones, I'm the one to remind you that there are great ones that you represent that are from your own DNA, from your own lineages, whose names you may never know, but whose gifts you carry, whose, the, whose benefit you should be focusing on actualizing their gifts. We spend so much time focused on so much outside of ourselves. We get so busy that we are too busy to prepare food for our families. We are too busy to keep order in our households. We are too busy to cleanse ourselves, to purify ourselves, to do that which is truly in our best interest. And that busyness 
will undermine us at some point if we are not busy in the purposes of existence in really clearing ourselves, cleansing ourselves, and really preparing ourselves for our destiny, which is off the planet. And that's why it's so necessary for us to be very mindful of what it is we are saying in terms of how we identify ourselves and what we put behind I am. And to realize that the religions and the socioeconomics and the materiality and all of these other things that have classified and categorized us and whatnot, all of that is divide and conquer. And we're in a place now where just because things have been going on the way that they've been going on for so long does not mean that we should not be in a progressive mind, that we should not understand that the will of existence and the way of existence is for the progression and the exaltation of the intelligences of us as beings directly, that we should not be bound by our past mistakes. We should not continue to repeat the mistakes of other ones who have come before us or whose influence has been overwhelming upon the planet. One who stands with the intelligence of existence is a majority when it comes down to absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. The divisiveness puts us in a position where we so busy, we feel as though following the, the edicts and the, the games of agreement and the legalese and the legalities of the systems that we find ourselves in is what we must do. And then fulfilling destiny as these points of the absolute, being in the order of existence itself, knowing the laws of existence itself, following that which is our light directly, all of that being in a place where you are in service to the intelligence of your being, that this is optional. It's not mandatory. Can't nobody make you do that. But these are the things that we have to really, really kind of get recalibrated to understand that there is purpose in being on the planet and our purposes in being on the planet is to serve the creator's purposes, to be vehicles and vessels of its expression and light and progression and exalting that which is love and light and wisdom and truth, creating harmony within the whole of us upon the planet, every nation and every race of people. We should not be warring with anybody. We should not be trying to go in and conquer people and take what they have to enslave them, to put them in a position where we have undermined them, undermined their soils, undermined their waters, put them in a place and space where they have less because we showed up or because America showed up or because the thought of, of Americans and those who are the global, those who are pushing for globalization and free trade and whatnot so that they can be global in in terms of them having access to the people, the resources to generate more and more and more money. So where the people themselves are bringing forward the resources, the gold, the oil, the diamonds, the gemstones, the minerals, the plutonium, the platinum, the uranium, the bananas, the bauxite, the silver, the copper, the coffee, the cocoa, the sugar cane, the tobacco, whatever. For there to be multi-billion dollars generated from those things that 
those ones are bringing forward, but those ones are still impoverished and understand that there's a reckoning that has to go on. There's a balancing of the scales that cannot be avoided, that there is no way to enslave a world population to your desires, your appetites, and your lust and your passion, and not be in a place where you have to pay for that indulgence, for that indiscretion, for that lack of harmony or lack of attunement to the will of existence and the ways and the laws of existence so that our influence should be towards the greater good. We, if we really care to prosper, we have to understand that prosperity is going to be not based upon you undermining or or having an upper hand on other ones. Our prosperity is based upon how much love and how much care and how much harmony we're creating. Our prosperity is based upon how well we utilize the resources that we have been given by this absolute and supreme intelligence and how well we are seeking to be in harmony with its light and its love and its wisdom and its truth so that we are using correctly and rightly the gifts that we are given here and not be in a place where we are causing so much waste, so much pollution, so much detriment, so much sickness, so much illness, so much disease that this is the way of death. This is not the way of life. This is the way of death. And so the message is to live your life, not to die your life, to live your life, exalting a full life's urge, caring to be in a place where you are getting your heart as light as a feather, forgiving the trespasses and transgressions against you and being in a place where you forgive yourself for your transgressions and your trespasses on other ones and asking to be held in love and light and wisdom and truth to be completely kid cleared because you get what you asked for. And this is the greatest way, the most expeditious way for us to come into degrees of harmony and peace and poise and power and to have leverage in a system, a world system of domination, bastardization, usurpation, globalization, enslavement, incarceration, violation. And our duty and obligation and responsibility is to not participate in undermining ourselves, ourselves, or anyone else. Our duty, obligation, and responsibility is to dig deep within ourselves, to reach the height of ourselves so that we are in a place and space where we can truly honor and glorify the legacy of the lineages that we represent, that we're in a place where we are cooperative and fully participatory consciously with the ordering of existence and the harmony of the whole of us so that we do not have issues with other ones, that we are in a perfect peace peace and a perfect poise and a perfect place where we are able to acknowledge the divinity of other ones and to see the oneness that we all are, to promote it, to perpetuate it, to be harmonized in it and with it, where we are not divisive within ourselves or ourselves or our family. See, this is the issue that we're facing now is that people are so glib about having their right to die. People are so glib about wanting to to continue with their bastardizing desires and lust for flesh, the flesh of dead animals, the flesh of children, the flesh of, of other ones and in sexual debauchery and whatnot, that we have to realize that our sexual energy is our life force. 
difference and it is through the dissipation of that where there is no love where it's just just for the lusting that really puts us in a position where we are in jeopardy of our lives because that is the misuse and abuse that has created so much sickness and disease, so much STDs, so much other things that are cancer in the prostate and cancer in the womb and cancer in the ovaries and cancer in the cervix and whatnot. We have to come to a point and place where we realize that there is order and there is law, there is justice and there is peace. And the peace is accomplished love. And the justice is the fulfillment of the law. And the law requires us to be in a place where we are taking responsibility for what we are creating, using our thoughts, using our words, using our imagination, using our feelings, our emotions, our desires and whatnot. The issue for us is coming to that point and place where it matters to us to be successful in this life to fulfill destiny as living beings and to come into a point and place where no matter how far we have gone the other way that in this now moment we will accept the correction we will accept the liberation we will be in a place and space where it matters to us how we walk this life and this path these people have us thinking that Okay, I'm. You know, we could just respect each other's path. But if you're dwelling in the ditches of in valleys of degradation, and you're causing the pain and destruction of little ones, and and you are pedophiles, and you are murderers, and you are liars, and you are thieves, and whatnot, you understand? I'm just saying that we don't have to respect other people's paths unless they are really on the path to life. That respect is about honoring the intelligence of a one, and we have been given the capacity to think so that. That we can make judgment. It doesn't mean that we have to condemn people. It doesn't mean that we don't know that the issues that people are having is as a result of the misorientation, the disorientation that we have all received in this life already because the religions, the churches, the educational systems, the societies have not properly prepared us and oriented us in terms of what right livelihood, what right life, what real living, what purpose in being is. But then they've taken responsibility to give you an orientation that lets you feel glib about having the right to die so you have the right to kill yourself having the right to your own theories and opinions where you don't even care to be in absolute truth where you will deny absolute truth and deny that there is even a presence that we can refer to as God and feel as though you are entitled to usurp and participate in the usurpation, the devastation the bastardization the rape, molestation and whatnot of other ones the system and the society in and of itself is criminal. And those that they refer to as criminal are the ones that practice all the things that the system and the society exalt. On one hand, they want you to be upright. On the other hand, they're not right. We have to come to a point in place to understand that there is justice. And the justice has nothing to do with a jury of anybody's peers making a decision. The justice is going to be exacted regardless. And that's why we each should take personal responsibility to putting our own 
affairs in order and consciously caring to exalt a full life's urge to do nothing to undermine ourselves to be in a place where we are humbled enough and daring enough and courageous enough to accept the forgiveness the clearing the cleansing the purification so that we are harmonized with the will of existence the ways of existence the laws of existence and we can be vehicles and vessels of the intelligence of existence and its absolute love law wisdom truth peace poise power and potency effectiveness mastery self-mastery self-control to have light enough to be able to create solution to facilitate the healing and the wholeness to reestablish that which is right curriculum for, for for creating liberated beings beings that walk in the integrity of their own authenticity as conscious living loving intelligent potent and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence we have to understand who and what created the creator is what it is how it functions how the laws work how to work them and who we are in relationship to that and to understand that nobody has been gifted to the earth regardless of what quadrant of the the galaxies they may have touched down upon the planet coming through the wombs of their mothers sparked by the divine energy of their fathers nobody is authorized by the will of existence to practice death as a livelihood to perpetuate sickness, illness, disease, and death as a means of prosperity. We're in an hour moment that requires us to be daring enough to step completely off the path of death with every fiber of our being, with every thought that we think, with every breath that we take, with every step that we make, to be mindful of dwelling in the presence of the absolute, of being points in presence of the absolute, being immersed in the infinity of possibilities and knowing that there is nothing that we cannot accomplish when we will accept duty to apply ourselves wholeheartedly towards that which makes us whole, that which facilitates our clearing, our cleansing, our healing. People want to be healed, but they don't want to be cleansed. Not realizing that the only reason that there is sickness and illness is that there is some degree of blockage and obstruction, toxicity, acidity. So therefore you have to unblock mentally, spiritually, emotionally, cellularly, physically. Our ability to respond correctly and directly in this now moment. Our ability to stand on behalf of all of those who have come before us. Our conscious care to accept that those who are living now should have even more to give than all of those who've come before us. That we don't have to be acknowledged by the whole world in order for us to have value in order order for us to make a difference that the world does not have to know us but when you come to that point in place where you are completely and totally committed to the impeccable cellular integrity that you will accomplish whatever you will and when you come to that place in your space of your mind and your heart and your spirit and your soul where you can do nothing wrong it's not in you then know that you have the greatest degrees of liberation and the intelligence of existence. Your angels, guides, guardians, ancients, and your soul will support you in doing whatever it is that you would love to do. But being the one you are is the work that truly needs to be done.
We're in a now moment of eternity where it is up to us to reclaim our lives. We're in a now moment of eternity where there is absolute law, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth calling us to accept it, to stop fighting, to stop bucking, to surrender so that we can be an honor and a glory unto life itself, to the legacy of the lineages that we represent on behalf of all of those who came and they did what they could do. And now it's our turn to be the ones that we are in laying foundation for the realignment, the restitution, the reatonement, the reclamation of who we be as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence. You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch, the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection, heraldess of the eternal moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you so much for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed hour, I am so grateful and so thankful and pray that you are ever more inspired, motivated to be the disciple of discipline and being all that you are in the light of this time in which we live where it is necessary for each of us to really dig deeper, to reach higher, to activate the fullness of all that we are, the ones that we care for and love in the community at large. We have to come to a point and place where we are willing to have an inner standing with that which allows us to stand, to be resolutely standing with that which is absolute law. There is law that governs every aspect of our lives. And as a result of us not being properly oriented in knowing how the laws work, in being lawful in a system that thrives in its lawlessness, but then it has its intention to force law and order on other ones when they themselves are lawless and out of order. Those of us who would care to exercise the greatest degrees of self-expression and self-representation in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence. We have to do more than just be looking on YouTube and listening to people. You have to come to that point and place where you're willing to turn everything off and get into your own head and be very discriminating and very discerning as to the thoughts that you allow to permeate and penetrate you and to be in a place where you will take responsibility to think the thoughts that will allow you to come to that place and space where you are in the greatest degrees of wholeness and wellness and disease reversal than your prosperity and your wealth and your health, but you will not do it if you are not willing to honor the laws that govern your body. And many people decide what they will and what they will not do. And I'm just the one to encourage us to realize that when you have been fed the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, all manners of artificially colored, artificially flavored, nutrisweet, aspartame-laden, white sugar, white flour, refined breakfast cereals, cow's milk, and all of this stuff, your body has accumulated decades of chemicals, nitrates, nitrites, preservatives, and all of these things that have literally modified our behavior. 
in that we are no longer exalting a full life's urge. We are no longer consciously choosing that which is in our best interest, facilitating our greater good, realizing that we have been commercially sublimated to have an appetite for that which does nothing for us other than create excess waste and dysfunction at the cellular level. And so this program, and anytime I come to the airwaves and anytime I have opportunity to speak, it is to give us a greater clarity about what we must do if we really care to be rightly aligned with the laws that govern us so that we can be healed. Because the hospitals are trauma centers. They are there to help us through those issues that we have with the car accidents and, you know, having pushed the envelope so far that we're having heart attacks and strokes and how to revive us once we have fallen by the wayside. And you you understand, and not to say that they're not necessary, but they don't give us that which is needed in order for us to really know how to live on a day-to-day basis to protect us and to insulate us and give us refuge from the trauma and the drama. And that's why we must come to that place and space where it matters to us what we are doing on a daily basis. And to take responsibility to know that whatever is showing up for you, you've created it. But the other aspect of our concern has to be in terms of what we are doing to our children. And so for those of you who are men, the progenitor of lineages, and you are fathers, and those of you who are the perpetuator of lineages, and you are mothers, and you are not doing that which is truly in your own best interest in terms of facilitating the cellular cleansing and the cellular regeneration that allows you to reverse issues where you are just feeding your appetites and your appetites are being shaped by the commercials and the fast food industries and and all of the restaurants and things then what are you doing to your children so all of the asthma and the autism and the attention deficit disorders and the hyperactivity and all of the other issues that children are beset with in terms of onset diabetes and obesity and whatnot. This is as a result of the child abuse that is going on by the culture at large, by the educational system, by the business uh, businesses and the corporate entities and deities of death to put us in a place and space where we feel like it is our good to prosper creating that which is detrimental to our children. And so we have to rethink everything. We have to really decide that we will do that which is needed in our now moment, that we will not bring our children to the shores of sickness, illness, and disease, and then leave them they're having to deal with all kinds of steroids and shots and medications and things because these things are just adding more toxicity to their bodies. And it is not fun to be a child and can't breathe 
and then to be fed all of these things that create more and more mucus and you're already having trouble breathing. We have to come to a point where we will stop killing ourselves and our children. Even though you may be enjoying the process, I am just the one to tell you that duty, obligation, and responsibility as living beings is in the exaltation of life, the perpetuation of life, and our having an understanding and understanding as to how to really feed and create optimum cellular functioning so that we are able to function in the light of the absolute and supreme intelligence that we each are as these living, loving, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme being that is all there is as existence itself. We must come to a point and place where it matters to us that we will self-correct, that we will not wait for the government to legislate anything in our behalf when it is not doing that which is in its own behalf in terms of taking responsibility to exalt a capitalistic agenda that requires the enslavement, the entrapment of other ones to work for nothing so that the corporate entities and the CEOs and the those who own stock in these companies can profit off of the degradation, the deprivation, the dysfunction, the distortion, the violation, annihilation of those ones. So those who buy stock in the insulin and they buy stock in the needles and they buy stock in all the medications and the pharmaceuticals and whatnot, then they are profiting off of the sickness, the illness and disease. This is not how it is intended for us to really prosper. You cannot really prosper when you are out of alignment and entombment with life itself. And there is nothing and no beings that are created for the purposes of undermining anything and anybody. Everything has intelligence enough to exalt a full life's urge, to do nothing to undermine themselves, to know their food, to excrete their waste, and to be in a place and space where they are able to respond correctly and directly to being under siege and their lives being threatened. And those of us who claim to be God's greatest gift of intelligence is humanity and humankind. Our failure, our failure to do that which needs to be done in exalting that full life's urge, in accepting correction and caring to be corrected. You cannot march for your rights and live wrong. You cannot really prosper when you undermine the richness of yourself, of your life functioning. There is not any amount of money. You can take all of the money made with all of the paper with anybody's images on it, and it has no value except for what we've given it. But any one of us and the collective of all of us represent the gifts of this absolute and supreme intelligence, and nothing that man makes can touch it. And we cannot improve upon Mother Earth, Mother Nature, and the intelligence of existence. The only improvement we can make is within ourselves. Otherwise, we are completely beholding unto the administering intelligences on behalf of the ordering of Mother Earth and Mother Nature and this realm in which we find ourselves. There is cosmic order and cosmic law that all universes are under. 
and there's universal law and then there's law that is pertinent to this planet and pertinent to our lives and when we consciously care to be aligned in the law to be aligned with the truth to be in a place and space where we are wise enough and light enough and loving enough and conscientious and caring enough to do no harm, to exalt life, to reverence and respect life, to have an understanding and understanding and a direct care to stand in the oneness of existence with all of existence. That this is how we have leverage because the system of oppression is about divisiveness at the cellular level. And in order for us to become liberated beings, in order for us to not just be self-determining, but to be vehicles and vessels of the will of existence, the will of God, then we must consecrate our body temples through the process of purification as a result of being under a world culture that is a death culture. On behalf of the lineages that we represent and all of those who didn't know, didn't care to know, wouldn't know, we have opportunity to do so much more in just being truly self representing, self-vivifying as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. We're in a now moment that really requires us to care, to be cleansed, care to be healed, care to be renewed and rebirthed, care to be regenerated, rejuvenated, because no work that you do is truly the work that needs to be done without your coming into the order of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is the truth of our being directly. And this is where the harmony of, of and the oneness of us is in that we each are these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And now we must focus our mentality, focus our mind, focus our attention on the absolute reality because otherwise, if you do nothing to secure your destiny, then you will have a tragic date with fate. And you don't know what that looks like. You don't know whether stroke or heart attack or, or suffering or you just don't know, but just know this, is that as long as you bring dead things, carcasses, into your body temple, know that as long as you are bringing alcohol and tobacco and pharmaceuticals and all of these other things that have all of this coloring and things off of shelves and microwaving, understand you are participating with your own oppression, that you are laying foundation for not just imbalance and not just dis-ease, but you are laying foundation for your death. And we need to realize that we were not born to die and that there is nothing that we should be doing to really be bringing ourselves into this cataclysmic ride with demise. We should not be complicit and complacent 
But that's what the behavior modification has done with us. That's what the psychological manipulation through advertising and all of the studies and all of the experiments that have been done in the university and college systems to undermine our intelligence so that we no longer exalt a full life's urge. That this is so serious. That we need to be that serious. And so many people listen and you hear me and you hear me and you listen and then you hear other ones who are talking about health and wellness. Other ones who are talking about all of the supplements that you can take, the acai and this thing and that thing and the other thing. But the issue is, is that very few people are properly orienting us towards what the purposes in being upon the planet are. But they have decided to create educational systems and religious systems and cultural systems to give you an orientation as to what success in this life is, but not giving you the opportunity to understand how to live harmoniously with the laws that govern you. And so we feel entitled to work on behalf of the corporate deities of death. We feel entitled to choose death. To choose that which has absolutely no life, no life force, no vitamins, no minerals, nothing substantive. And to work on behalf of these companies, to feed from these things, and to give this stuff to our children. And this is the foundation of all the ill there is in the world. In that, that which is necessary for our optimum cellular functioning, that which is necessary for our clarity of mind, that which is necessary for our right alignment with right choice, right will, right use of all of the faculties that we've been given, is that you don't feel entitled to have that. You feel entitled to exercise your free will, to be out of alignment with the laws that govern existence itself. And so that's accidents waiting to happen. And so as we have the opportunity to shift, to change our mind, understand that it is about the mind and how you think and our thought and the capacity for thought is going to be somehow affected by the quality of blood that we create from the choices of what it is we're consuming and what we're bringing into our bodies through the skin, which is the largest eliminative organ, but we are porous beings. We are beings that are made of water as well as that which is mineral and substance. And these are the things that we have to have in order to facilitate our healing, our clearing, our cleansing, our revitalization and our resurrection as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme presence. It is our time to take back our lives, to claim the victory and the triumph on behalf of life itself. It is our time to truly care, to honor the legacy of the lineages that we represent. We can't just keep giving lip service and and acknowledge people's birthdays, Bob Marley or Malcolm or Martin or any of them, but then on a daily basis you are feeding off the degradation, the frustration, the anguish, and the angst of other beings and feeding their body parts and their fetuses and their body fluids to your children as happy meals. 
And so the clearing, the cleansing, the purification is that which you have to be intensely intentional to deal with as a result of you being the God and the essence of God that dwells in that temple. What you say goes, and if you are not claiming the power that you have by speaking the word, if you are not stepping into your power by consciously caring to be empowered to do that which is truly in your best interest in laying a foundation for your fulfilling a gloriously rising destiny in self-actualizing, self-realizing, and becoming harmonized within the will of existence on behalf of all of existence itself here and beyond. We are these beings who dwell upon the planet, but we did not come up out the planet. We've come to the planet as living beings sparked by the divine energy from our fathers, and we should be leaving the planet as living beings, not as dead people. And so the path of life that leads to death is the path of adulteration. It is the path of intoxication. It is the path of inebriation. It is the path of violation and dissipation of the life force through sexual sexual indiscretions and whatnot. It is that which is the abuse and the misuse of that which is intelligence, that which is your own life force and the way that you think. We have to come to a point and place where we hold ourselves sacred, where we really know that we are absolutely divine, that we are absolutely blessed with each and every breath and every beat of our heart. See, the mindset and where you dwell matters because we have to have some form of leverage over the agenda to depopulate, over the agenda that is genocide. And when you realize that it is the force of Satan, of Satan which are the religions that have misled the people, it is the forces of the Luciferians, which are the governments that have misrepresented themselves as if they are exalting the best interests of the people and it is as a result of the intention towards globalization of the corporate deities of death to make as much money for as little investment as possible to the detriment of those who slave and undermining the real resources of those who buy. Let the buyer beware, laissez-faire. We have to come to a point in place where we understand that absolute law has to be applied to every aspect of our lives, our finances, our relationships, our occupations, our preoccupations, our concerns, every aspect of our lives and who we are should be shaped by our care to fulfill our destiny in exalting a full life's urge in being lawful, loving, integritous, highly ethical, highly moral. And it's not about self-righteousness as much as it is about the right use of all of that which you are as a living being that is either male, the progenitor of liturgies, or female, the perpetuator of lineages. And even if you are not bringing children forward in this life, your duty, obligation, and responsibility is to still exalt life, to facilitate, to enhance, to add unto, to create that which is going to be an enhancement and a blessing unto your families, unto yourself, unto your communities, unto the world. There are those of you who 
have yet to spark the genius that is already there, the greatness that is already there. And your degreeing, your certification, does not ensure your self-actualization or your self-realization. And this is where your true success has to be. Because there is nothing and no one who can replace you, who can do and give what it is you are here to give and do by being completely committed to your own progression as this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And the supremacy in life is being in harmony with the supreme and absolute purpose of existence that is exaltation of life. And the oneness of all. And the harmony of the whole. And so I can only encourage you to realize that whatever the situation and circumstances that you've created, you have the power to recreate in this now moment by virtue of your just deciding that you, you want to do that work. But I find that some people are at such an extreme in terms of having created the dis-ease. That they are not willing to do whatever it takes to come into the fullness of themselves. But they're willing to do whatever it takes to hustle up and make money and pay bills. It's like what, what the system has mandated, then you feel obligated to do that. But what is, ob what is duty, obligation, and responsibility in being upon the planet, that which is issued as edict for us uh, in establishment of the eternal, that which is the will of existence, that which is the will of God, you feel that that is optional. That's not something that you really have to do. And that's a trick to put you in a place and space where you are glib about having the right to choose death. You're glib about having the right to be wrong. You're glib about having the right to do whatever the hell you want to do the way you want to do it. But you're killing your children. And then you want to be respected as intelligent people. I don't get that. We're in a moment where we got to really, really understand your children. If they're not getting up, going to work and, and buying groceries and whatnot, don't talk about what they won't eat. They won't eat what you don't provide. They're eating all of this chicken nuggets and cheese this and, and pancake that and all of this mucus producing stuff. And you are literally creating and laying foundation for multiple sclerosis, for cancer, for all kinds of disease within your children by the time they get to be maturing ones or adults. They'll be adults because they were adulterated the entire time. The revolution and the resurrection are contingent upon those of us who live to really be committed to living and the laws that govern us. And to know that self-mastery, self-control, discipline, learning how to think, to activate the gifts that you were given as this point of the presence of, of God, to know that you are the God or the essence of God that creates your world, that this is the foundation of that which is wisdom 
to apply yourself wholeheartedly towards being whole, creating the cellular integrity that is necessary for you to be completely healed and for you to develop the quality of consciousness, mindfulness that is consistent with the truth of your being as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. It is our time to rise. You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch, the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your